This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here's your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. With me today is Hillary Adams. How are you doing Hi. today? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, I'm so, uh, I'm so blessed to be here and thank you for having me on your show today. Yeah, absolutely. When, um, uh, so you're, you're, you know uh, uh, Jessica Evans, right? Yes. Yeah, so she, she kind of introduced me and told me just very briefly about you and I was very excited that uh, you would like to be on the podcast and then we kind of talked and, and you were sharing some stories and I was like, wow. This person has done a lot and, 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 you know, has been basically, you know, uh, going forth seems wholeheartedly for God, uh, for a while now. How, how long have you known her? Um, I have known Jessica. Oh my goodness. I think she was here in the beginning of me suffering with my cancer. That was like probably longer than 2002. So it's been quite a long time. Okay. And uh and you're in you're in West Virginia, is that correct? Yes, correct. Okay, yeah. And um so so she had kind of introduced us, we had kind of talked and um you know, I, I, I was I'm very blessed to have you on the show. And um but here at Amazed by God we like to hear kind of stories, you know, just about what God has done in our lives. We listen to, you know, pastors and read books and people tell their stories, but we don't have many testimony nights in church anymore. And, you know, that was where this, this show was birthed out of. I, my faith grew from listening to some of the older people in my church when I got saved when I was 14 tell the things that God's done amazing in their lives. So I asked you, Hillary, yeah, absolutely. what has <laughs> God done amazing in your life? Well, I can truly say, and I really love the name of your show, Amazed by God, because God has been nothing but amazing in my life from the moment I became committed to him and and for him to be part of my life and there are so many things that he has done big small um but i kind of my mind just went back to the most dramatic thing in my life which is um cancer um okay. i so i i i've proven that god is real and god is alive and that he is a healer absolutely 100% I, I kind of, a lot of people, they feel, well, it's, you know, there's a difference between a miracle and healing. And God truly healed me because miracles can be instantaneous, but mine was a process. That mm-hmm. process of healing that occurred over years of, of, of really trusting and holding on to him, knowing that he will heal me. So um, I, it all I love started. that analogy. That's an, that analogy <laughs> yeah. is, is a great analogy. I've never heard it put that way before, but that's really good. Yeah. And, and so that was my experience. And, and from the time I, I came to the Lord and, and really made that commitment to serve him, 
of course, you know, you know, forgive me, but it was like all hell broke loose, you know, everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> starts to go wrong. And the first instinct with a lot of people is to like, well, this, it, this can't be God because it, you know, why is everything going wrong in my life? You know, mm -hmm. um, but the, the one thing that has really kept me and got me rooted is the word of God. Um, and I came to, to Parkersburg, um, West Virginia to attend Bible college. I went through and, and got my master's in theology. And I, I learned my bishop, the bishop, Dr. Joe Nelson, he really taught me to love the word of God. And I fell in love with the word of God like nothing else. It was, you know, um, I, I'm kind of from a Jamaican background, some of it. Not, I'm not Jamaican, but I kind of um, grew up in Jamaican churches. Okay. And we used to sing a song, My God is Sweet. <laughs> it's just a little country Jamaican song we would sing. But I truly experienced that sweetness of the word of God. And that is what had that root and groundedness in my life that no matter what came, no matter what storm, no matter what trial, no matter what sickness, I knew and I believed that if the word of God said it, I am just going to be dumb enough to believe it. <laughs> and and so so pretty much I I I just had this faith, you know, that if the word says that by his stripes I am healed, I am believing that. I don't care mm -hmm. what the doctors say. I don't care what anyone says. So my amazing story is it started just two weeks after I came back from our honeymoon. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is my pastor, Dr. Nelson, at that time, he said, well, do you want to do the traditional vows or do you want to make your own flowery ones? I'm like, no, we're doing sickness and health and, you know, for better, <laughs> <Yeah>. for worse. <laughs> and so um, because just two weeks after I came back, I started having a lot of pain in my leg. And I kept going to the ER and I couldn't walk. My leg was just numb, just the one leg. And so they kept sending me home. They, they did every single test you can think of and they kept sending me home. And this kept happening for weeks and weeks. And, and so, um, my doctor, you know, he says, there's something going on. It just couldn't be nothing. There's nothing at, at first. At, I, they started making me think like, oh, God, something is, this is in my head, you know, <laughs> because they could not find anything, no tests, x-rays, everything, nothing. And so my doctor, um, he, he said, Miss Adams, you know, you don't complain. So I know there's something going on. So let's take it a little further. So he sent me to an orthopedic specialist. Um, the first thing the orthopedic specialist told me, he says, well, at least we know it's not cancer because cancer doesn't hurt. <laughs> so then, of course, my mind, I never even thought of cancer at all. Yeah. I just thought, you know, that it, well, didn't even dawn on me um, that it could be that. Um, so but then my doctor said, no, let's do some tests. I want to do a biopsy. I want to get further into this because she's in pain all the time. You know, her legs are getting numb. Let's do a biopsy. So he just did it reluctantly because he said, I don't think it's anything. Um, so they did the biopsy. They sent it out. My doctor called me um, on a Saturday. And of course, I was home alone. My husband was working. And it's so uh, it's so funny because when you're the Lord sometimes put everybody goes through their own individual trial and test. And the Lord really taught me to depend on him. I was mm -hmm. alone at home and every single person I called, no one was available. So here it is. I'm on the phone, just received the news that here, Mrs. Adams, I'm sorry, but this is cancer. 
you have to come in on a Sunday. My the oncologist called me and said, oh, wow. I'm going to meet you at the hospital. I'm going to meet you at my office on a Sunday because this is bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just sitting, standing there. I would not call my husband at work. I didn't want to give him that news at work. So I called everyone I knew, my family, and no one was available. And so I just sat there and just numb because I didn't feel, I didn't cry. I was just shocked and numb. Yeah. And I said, Lord, you're not done with me yet. And this is going to work out. <laughs> and so just in my kitchen, I just started praying to the Lord because it was just me and him. Um, I wanted to have somebody come over, just sit with me, you know, just just be here, be that friend. Yeah. My family lived, you know, hundreds of miles away. Um, and it so happened, it was just coincidentally that I believe God allowed it, that nobody was available. <laughs> I'm talking to them all the time. And then, you know, and then the ones I called, oh, I'm busy. I, I have things to do. Um, and no one took it like seriously at all. So mm -hmm. um, it, it just made me really depend on the Lord because a lot of times, you know, we, 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 we go to church and, and the pastor or the, the saints and they do things and we don't realize that we're serving God and he is our constant. And so that is what really kept me because I'm like, Lord, you're here. I can't get a hold of anyone, but you're here. Yes. So, um, my husband came home and, um, you know, we share that. Um, we all, it's, it's a shocking, you know, you just come back two weeks married and, and you have this news that, you know, cancer. So we went to the doctor the next day and it was, um, we were kind of diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. Um, and it yeah, was that's... at a very, very bad stage. <laughs> My dad uh, passed so... away of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry so... to hear that. Yeah. Yes. I know all about it. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, my doctor at that time, they didn't stage it as yet. So she said, we have to do treatment immediately because she said, this is like the fastest spreading cancer that she knows. And so she immediately scheduled me. It seems like it was just the very next day you got to come in <laughs> chemo right away on chemo. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a chart chemo. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I was the old time ones back in the day. Um, oh, wow, they yeah. have, they've come a long way now, you know, with the treatment, but I, I started on that regimen and I did it for about six months and it did not work. Mm. Um, so it started spreading. So it started in my one right leg. It went to the left leg. Then it went to my right arm, the left arm. At this point, she says, Hillary, I and my doctor is so amazing. She is so amazing. She even would come and listen to me speak at church sometimes because she just was so inspired by my faith and my, my positiveness um, and that joy, which we'll talk about later, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, but she, she, um, she said, you know, Hillary, um, and I would tell her all the time. I said, well, I'm just going to pray for the Lord to help you to help me. Because a lot of Christians, they, they, they kind of really give doctors and, and, and clinicians a, a very, you know, well, God is just going to heal me. No, God has used them. God yes, has put them absolutely. there for us. And I, I told her, I said, well, I'm going to pray for God to help you to help me. <laughs> because she goes and she had to call and consult with several because it was so unique. And she said there are 37, there are 30 something type, different types of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I cannot identify which type you have. 
And because she could not identify which type I have, the treatment was just a guess, right? So, and all of that, I kind of, you know, reminded me that God was doing this for his glory, right? Because so it was all working out. And um, so she started, said, well, let's do radiation. So we did radiation on the side. So at the same time, we did chemo radiation, all of that during that time. And, and, and nothing worked. It just started to spread, you know, it spread to my right arm, the left arm. So the final decision was to have a bone marrow transplant. Of course, um, all my siblings were tested and I could not find a match <laughs> for marrow. <laughs> so um, the, the conclusion was that they had to use my own marrow, which that's kind of a risk because um, so that that was the decision. So I went to Cleveland Clinic. And I was in Cleveland Clinic probably for six months. I don't know. I went in like maybe right before winter and I came out, it was spring. (laughs) But um, so they did my bone marrow transplant there. But during the period of time, the cancer was spreading rapidly. Um, The cancer spread, it seemed like everywhere into my brain. They had to give me chemo into the brain. They had to. um, And then the bad thing with the bone marrow transplant is they they kind of um harvested my marrow of course you have to sign that you know that debt sign your life away that you yeah. can die and all of that um and then they um they kind of just wash your body with chemo it's like you're getting 10 times the amount of chemo oh wow so they had to wash me and literally from the top of my head all the way to <laughs> because it was chemo in the brain I was having, I was taking chemo pills. I was taking chemo in applesauce. I was taking chemo in, in IVs. Um, I mean, it was the most horrible experience anybody can ever go through. That's because in the meantime, because the, the chemo, it's, it's such poison that it destroys the good and the bad with it. So they'll give me something for a headache and then it would make my stomach swollen then they would make my legs thing then my blood pressure would go up i had about 17 different positions in the cleveland clinic you know it's kind of a teaching hospital there mm-hmm. were all kinds of specialists because something then you get infected you have to have infection specialists and everybody come and so what the chemo did it burnt my body totally burned oh. and my i was totally black like literally black as coal with burn um, so it burnt me. And so when I, you know, talked to them, they said it the same, the way I looked on the outside, that's exactly how it was in the inside. And so nobody thought I would make it through because there is, they said, this is bad. That's all I kept hearing. <laughs> this is bad. Um, so pretty much it, it was, I was just sick all the time throwing up, but I kept fighting. Because I told the Lord that I kept saying, Lord, you're not done with me yet. There is things I have to do. The chaplain, they would come to talk to me and I would be preaching to them and encouraging them. And they're like, (laughs) why is it? Do you want to do a Bible study next door? I'm like, I can't even walk. I'm throwing up. (laughs) And so um, they wanted me to go down the hall and encourage other people because I stayed positive. Um, And so pretty much. The, you know, it kind of, it, the treatment continued. I, the first three, four, five years of my marriage was in and out of the hospital. The first two years, totally fully was sick in and out of hospital. Um, when I got home and that's why Jessica and I are, are, are just, she's such a special person to me because her and I had this one lady, Sister Minus, I, I called her 
and they were kind of my caregivers because the my skin was so burnt it would flake off. You would lay a sheet on the couch and there would just be flakes of my skin mm. falling off. I mean, it was just horrible. And they would take care of me and clean it up and and, and just without complain and, and just with such love and care. When my husband was at work, they were, you know, it seems like Jessica's always there. <laughs> you know, I go take a shower and there's the flakes all over. I mean, it was just terrible experience and this is just going through it all the time and so I was home for a couple of weeks and then I'll get really really sick and pick up an infection have to be back in the hospital I went down to like skin and bones um and pretty much you know it's like just everything in me every single thing was wrong from just that mm -hmm. chemo so and just to continue with that so what they do they wash you with that chemo and then they replant then they kind of do that transplant to, to put the marrow back. Um, and so that was kind of the whole experience of that. At that point, I, you still, I didn't know if I would even make it through because it does, it did so much damage, um, to your body, to your system, everything. You had to, I had to be isolated for several months because of the infection that you can pick up. Um, the, the chemo injection they kind of did to the brain really caused a lot of memory loss. Like I did mm -hmm. not recognize my husband. I, I, I didn't know where I was. Um, my husband was that kind of terrified him because he didn't know if it, I would, it would come back, you yeah. know, like if I'd even regain my memory back. So, um, it was just so much like through that, but for some reason through it all, I always remember the word of God and, and that's why I, I always encourage everyone. You have to, the Bible says, hide the word of God in your heart so that you will not send those words. Because even though I didn't remember who my husband was, I still knew who Jesus was. I yes. still knew my, a, a scripture verse that would come to my heart. You know, I knew the Lord said, he's my healer. You know, healing is the children's bread. I would, these things would just come back to my memory. So when you put it in there, you have things to come back to when you need it and when you're going through these situations in your life. But you have to put something in and you have to be committed and you have to because the, the Bible says, you know, that, that we have certain inheritance as children of God. I'm blessed. You know, I told the chaplain, I'll be sitting there telling the chaplain, I said, you know, I'm just blessed. I just know that God is going to do something amazing because he's not done with me. There's work that I need to do. <laughs> I kept telling him. Um, and I've even had friends. I had a, 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 some beautiful friends and one of my close friends that I got connected with that had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. She, she said, Hillary, I am tired of fighting. And the moment she said that, it's like not very long ago after that, she, she passed away. Yeah. So, you know, me being my prissy self, I, I just let them allow me to live the life that I liked. I liked to, to walk. I wanted to read. I wanted them to read to me. I couldn't understand a lot of things. And I, I'm so grateful because my husband has been my rock. Um, he's been my, by there every moment, every second, every step of the way. He's been there with me. And when the nurses cannot give me a bath or they could not walk me down the hall, he was there, um, took off a lot of hours of working. It was a very rough time because, you know, you newly married, trying to get your, his career started and, and things like that. It was a really tough time. And for him, you know, to just go through that just a few weeks after you come back from your honeymoon, 
I, 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 it just made me love him even more. And yeah. even though, yes, exactly. So God has, has been just amazing. And I use that word a lot. That's why I love that, you know, amazed by God, because that's, I, 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 I just go with, wow. You know, it's like, wow, God, you're just so yeah. absolutely amazing. Um, and what you can do. That's, that's so, awesome. So, 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 you know, what was the outcome? When did things start to turn? Um, it was pretty much when you, you kind of go through that bone marrow transplant. Um, the doctors, you know, they, they never think that you are totally, they always say remission, right? So yeah. it took about, um, for the first two years, I was just in and out of hospital, then maybe another two years. Um, so it took almost the first five years before the doctor finally said, you know, okay, it's in remission. And from that time to now, I am still, every six months, I still have to do blood work because I did my own marrow. And because mm -hmm. I did my own marrow, um, how it was explained, it's like it hasn't, it hasn't regrown like as quickly and as healthy. So I, I'm very um, susceptible to pick up infections and get sick. And somebody has a cola work, I'll be the first one to catch it and things like that. But, um, and so I, I kind of have this continual kind of healing. That's why I always see that as a healing process. Yes. And so finally, so after the five years, I still had to go to my oncologist like every month. And then they kind of went back to every two months and every three months until finally wean off. And then I would go once a year and um, maybe six, seven years later, um, you know, I was just kind of, um, you know, rang, ring the bell and you can go on. Um, finish all the treatment and, and, and kind of go through and follow up with your family doctor. And so that's been probably half of my marriage time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then from there and now, and then of course, then you do monthly blood work and then it kind of down to now it's down to six months. And as I continue, if it's continues to be well, then it can go down to a year. I still do the six months. I could have gone to just once a year, but like I said, um, with all the treatment, it causes you to have other things, you know, your, your low counts, they want to keep an eye on it. They don't want it to go too long. You know, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, my neutrophilus would always be very, very low. So they always like to monitor that. Um, I, I, I've been very good about taking care of myself and, 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 you know, trying to eat healthy and, you know, exercise and do all the things I need to do. So I do my part and then I let the Lord do his. But um, I told my doctor, I said, I don't believe in the remission. I think I know that God has healed me because when God does a work, he does a complete work. So when God says, if he's healed you, he has healed you. I refuse to accept that the cancer will come back. And the thing about it is like you have scares all the time. Oh my goodness, my leg is hurting and they're going through all this test again. And I just recently went through that. And I continually telling them, I'm like, I am healed, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to go do the, I'll do the test, you know, because you want me to go do this test. And they always want to say, well, we just want to be sure, but, um, but I'm doing great. Um, and it's been 17 years. We've been married this year. Awesome. And, Congratulations. And God, yeah. Thank you. And it's been just simply amazing. <laughs> I've been just <laughs> amazed by God. I have been the healthiest I've ever been in my life. 
in the past few years. And that's honestly, I've, I've felt better. Um, I recently became vegan like a year ago and I have energy. The big thing was I was tired all the time, even, you know, from all of this with being low immune system and everything. Yeah. But, um, the past couple of years, I kind of changed my whole lifestyle again. And I have just been totally healthy. I felt a lot of energy and, and God has just been continuing to just bless my life in such amazing ways. Well, that that is amazing. That's an awesome, awesome story. I I just I'm in all of some of the things that that people share with me, and and you know to think that that God went through that, you know, and and you know you were able to come out and just bless him on the other side is is such a such a wonderful thing, you know. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that you know seem to get down, and then you know it takes over them. But you held on to your faith. And you were able to push through and, and, you know, you know, look at you thriving now. And that's such a, such a wonderful story. Um, well, thank you. I, I've, I really, really appreciate you sharing it. And I know that, that people, you know, will hear that and will be, will definitely be blessed, um, blessed by it. So thanks here at amazed by God. We like to kind of just, just to get to know you a little bit, um, you know, just, we would like to close with a couple questions. So what has, you know, been like your favorite Bible story or Bible character or, or a verse um, that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, definitely Job. <laughs> I, okay. I, I kind of, I related to Job in, in so many aspects um, because I felt like I lost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that commitment to Christ, I believe that. Um, the cancer took my health. He took the, the cancer took my ability to have children. Job lost all his children. Um, the cancer also, and it was so funny because I, and like I said, you know, even in the beginning, you have to know God for yourself. You have to know God and have that relationship for yourself because even along the way, even some of my close friends, you know, so that's why I relate to Job. So, and I, I actually have a good sense of me because I would read the stories of Job and just laugh. You know, the friends, yeah. they come because I had literally friends came and thought, well, maybe it's something that you did. Maybe you weren't taking care of yourself good. Maybe you didn't do those. And what if you do this and do this and do this? And it was constant. <laughs> and at one point I told my husband, I don't want to talk to anyone. If you don't have something good to say, don't call me. And it's so insensitive sometimes as Christians because we became so self-righteous. Well, you need to pray about that, right? Yeah. And sometimes people don't know that. People don't have the strength and the ability to pray. So I had friends like that. I had a friend call me, very, very close friends, um, and said, oh, you're still alive when I answered the phone. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, wow, you thought I would be dead. Yeah. yeah. So with, That's so a that's harsh why, comment, yeah. <laughs> it is. And so... um so I lost some friends along the way. Um, I lost the ability day and night, just hurting and pain. I was in pain day and night. I could mm-hmm. not sleep. That's Job. I, I, I just, he was my friend and my inspiration <laughs> during all of that. And then the one verse that in Job that really, really stayed with me throughout all of this. It's Job 19, 25 and 26. I know that my Redeemer lives. And that in the end, he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh, I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. And this verse, because I kind of, 
the revelation I received, this is just my revelation, it may not be that's what the verse is saying, is that mm -hmm. even though, you know, Job said worms, you know, destroy this body, but yet in my flesh, I felt that in this body, in this life, I will see the amazing things of God right in this life. I'm not going to die. That in my flesh, not when, you know, because when we're taken away, we'll have a new body. The Lord mm -hmm. promised me that. And I held on to that promise that I am going to see God and, and, you know, not literally see him, but see him because we see him in so many things. We see him in every single thing in our lives. And, and I have such a relationship with now that, um, it makes me stronger. Um, nothing the devil throws in my way. I'm like, look, Satan, you better, you better keep going, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I, I really, I came through cancer and you didn't get me. So keep moving, right? And the devil yeah. has a stop, right? Because God has a purpose. And I feel like, you know, who's, who much is given, much is required. And, and sometimes we're, because God has a plan and a purpose. So you go through worse than somebody else because God has somebody that you, he need, you need to talk to, you need to share with. That's why I pray that even if one person can hear this testimony from your podcast, that would be my purpose that God kept me for that one person. That's yeah. how much he loves us. And so, um, I truly related to Job. And, and then the song that I remembered, even when I lost my memory and everything, it's an old song and I was looking it up and I realized that the Gators sing it, but we don't sing it like that. We're Pentecostal apostolics. We, <laughs> <laughs> we change every tune. And so it's like, he promised to hold my hand. You know that song? Uh, then, no, not, not yeah. yet. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a simple little song. It, 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 you know, he promised to hold my hand. He promised to help me stand. When the valley's too low and the river's too wide, he promised he will lead me to the other side. His promises okay. light my way, never let my feet astray, that kind of song. So living on his promises one by one, that's what got me through. That song got me through. And when I came through, I, I became my favorite song now has been, I never lost my hope. I never lost my joy. I never lost my faith. But most of all, I never lost my praise. And that's why I'm a worshiper. I'm a praiser. I'll be the one that run in okay. the church and jumping and, you know, so because I know what God has done for me and what he's brought me from. So that verse and, and, and that song and it, it just has kept me. And, um, and I'm here today because of that, because God kept me. He never let me go. He never gave up on me. And because I never gave up on him, I held on, you know, thought of like, you know, just holding on, Lord, you're going to bless me. I'm going to come through this. And I believed it. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the key, you know, because we hear the word, but we have to believe that it's for us. You know, if God says that he has died and every stripe was for our sickness, I felt cancer was in one of those stripes. He's already paid the price. And because of that, I don't have to suffer. We may go through that, but we have to hold on to that promises, believing that it is for us. It is for me. It is for you. It's for everyone that's listening the same promise because he loves us mm -hmm. so much so i'm always excited well, about talking with the lord i get excited i'm sorry but yes <laughs> um, he's done so much for me that i i become i get passionate about about yeah. his goodness and his amazingness in my life well people people say you felt that of me when you start talking about god your face lights up and i'm smiling right now <laughs> you out there in podcast land can't see it but you know just hearing you and hearing your joy thank you so much for being on the podcast i really really do appreciate um, well, thank you coming you. on and sharing your story. <laughs> and um, 
uh, yeah, we wish you all the best. And, uh, you know, maybe we can hear from you again at some point. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much. And definitely, I, I just enjoy this. This was such a blessing. And um, <laughs> pray for you and your ministry. I think this is an amazing thing you're doing. And I'm truly amazed by God every single day, every thank moment. You. So thank you well, for having me. <laughs> thank you very much. And for Amazed by God brought to you by Through God's Library, this is your host, Mark, and we will see you next Monday. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.